everybody. It's Bill. And Don. What's up? And Chris. Hi. And Marty. What up? Those two might peter out sooner than later because <laughs> they stayed up till wee hours of the morning to play a little AOS. True. They have been pulled in by the beast that is GW. <laughs> we will talk about GW because they've gone beastie on the third world markets. Third world markets? No. Third party markets? Third party market. what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll talk about solo war gaming and much, much, much more. After this, if I ever get my act together in a day and a half. Right, here we go. Big Duke, six feet of frosty. Put on Cywar up. it loud. And the Romeo Fox God, shall we dance? You are listening to the Citrep Podcast. Your source for everything related to historical wargaming. Whether you are looking for the latest wargaming news, reviews, painting tutorials, or playthroughs, you will hear about it right here. So grab your favorite beverage or brush and let's hit it. Let's hit it. Hit it. Hit it. Chat. Tuffy Ears is reporting for duty Ooh, already. Good. In the morning. house early. Woo. She's on it. Wow. <laughs> All right, kids. Wherever you are in the wide blue marble of Earth, <laughs> welcome. And we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. It's true. We are going to talk historical yep. news. Not news. Disney. We're going to talk GW because GW appears that is less than a woo to have thrown a big wrench in the retail market. We'll talk about it. We'll get everybody's opinion on it. However, first, it is that time. Ladies first. What have you been doing, Dawn? What have I been doing? Lorcana. That's what I've been doing. Uh, the I know the uh, the newest set set three which is into the Inklands dropped yesterday for pre orders, and I got four boxes, uh, all of them. Uh, yeah, and the funny story is, and Chris, this is partially your fault. It, it isn't your fault, but <laughs> I was going to say, what did I, I do mean, on this one? Chris no, tagged me in a post on Facebook with somebody, you know, that received their shipment of Inklands. And I said, oh, I'm so excited. I'm picking up my cards tomorrow. That was on Thursday. And then I got to thinking, huh, I haven't gotten an email from the game store saying my stuff is ready, which is very unusual because like the day before you'll get an email with a time to come in and pick up your stuff. So I go back in my emails and I'm looking for my order and I couldn't find one. And I thought, oh, my God, did I just think I did it and not order it? Like, I found the previous two things that I had done. And I thought, You were Crap. dreaming. So I ordered two boxes. And then about two hours do. later, I got two emails from the store saying both of my orders are ready for pickup at 10 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but here's the thing. I won. And this was a perfect How opportunity. How did you win? To tell Bill about girl math, which is, it's like I got two boxes for free because I had already paid for the other two boxes. I only had to pay for the two boxes that I ordered Thursday. So four boxes. I See, I know, right. Carry the two. Yeah. <laughs> they said there'd be no math. <laughs> Way too early for this shit. On I'd like to order. review your bank statement. I, Marty, <laughs> we're not, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> well, but the cards I mean, are awesome. Compared to what Bill's been dropping. I know. Did, mm, he just mm, got mm, artist mm, opus brushes. You did not, Chris. 
Mm-mm. You did. Mm-mm. Well, because I'm not I an idiot. I get in also... trouble for enabling you, and so I enabled Don one time. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. That's so fair. what I what I'm hearing is you should Perverted. be mad at him for being the great enabler. Yeah, that's true. Marty, I'm you okay get a pass that. on this one. That's right. That's right. Tough of years ain't gonna give me a pass. She'll be on my ass that, later. No, that is true. That is true. But yeah, so I I think all things considered, I did awesome in the boxes. So out of four boxes, I got two enchanteds. Those are the top level rarity. Super yeah. Uh, and and Jafar. Oh well, yeah, Jafar was one of the, and? the enchanteds, and he's he, worth. Oh well, that already has started to look nah. different because everybody else has been opening their stuff. When I opened him, he was worth three hundred and forty nine dollars. It's dropped now to like two twenty, but and then go kneecap some dudes for you. Yeah, no, it's okay. You know, and like I said, my I like looking at what the card values are, but they're they're my cards, they're my babies. I'm not selling them anyway, so it really doesn't matter. It's just fun to look at it and see what I spent on the boxes versus what the card values are. The one ring. So, well, for what it went for. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. That is a different Don't story altogether. <laughs> For normal people cards, yeah, I would. You're 18. I'll Time to get out of the house. Go. Make your way in the world. If Post Malone was downstairs at your doorstep, knock, knock, knock. I heard you got your bar. Okay, that now now that's a different conversation altogether. <laughs> would I sell the card then? Yes, I would because I would make bank. And I would get something with his autograph on it, which I would also sell and make big. <laughs> so there you go. There that you would go. work. But anyway, so yeah, so I'm just what, in my sorting glory. And what's uh, up with this scraggly old lion? What's so important about him? Scraggly Wait. old lion. What are you talking that is about? Jaff- no, who? No, Jafar is the villain from Aladdin. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. Right. What am I thinking of? You're Scar. thinking Scar. Well, Chris, Scar. no one's ever accused you of that, so I don't know. Yeah. No. So, but the big things in this set is they introduced a new type of card and a new mechanic. And so there are location cards, which will be really cool. So it'll totally change the way the game plays. And the set is also very heavy in 101 Dalmatian story. And they, they did kind of what Magic did in the Lord of the Rings set with the Nazgul's because, of course, there's 99 puppies and 101 Dalmatians, and so they allow you to use potentially 99 copies of these puppies in your deck. That would be silly unless you're playing Commander or something, but uh, yeah. all puppy deck. Exactly. So I'm definitely going to be making one of those, and then there is a whole bunch of Titans in the set, too, so there's a pretty good Hercules theme going on. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. (laughs) Exactly, and so the Titans are pretty sweet, and I'm going to have to do something with those. That's what I've been doing. Oh, and Adepticon prep. I've been full-on Adepticon researching. That's pretty much been my week. For anybody out there that needs event planning, spreadsheet creating, and things, I hire her out. Turns out, yeah, that's the one. Recon and list, yes. 24 days, 22 hours, 37 minutes. Every day, she doesn't let anybody forget they're going to Disney. That that is also true. (laughs) I'm so excited! (laughs) <laughs> I, I i was happy that i finally was able to contribute something to the chat i don't see there you go right. it was Dude. even better when jeff did the one day because <laughs> brandy was like you posted in the chat what I, yeah, yeah like, so out of the yeah. blue 
Boink. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> and she said he announced he was going to do it. For any of you guys that don't know, we're we're doing a big Disney trip for um a birthday that I'm having in April. It's a big one. And wait a minute, uh, stop the press. Oh, what? Damon, did you get Damon. the coffee machine fixed? Oh, woo! Yeah, that, that you know. Do we need to send uh, reinforcement? Yeah. Do, do we need a well-being check? That that's probably more wait important. <laughs> yeah. oh, hey, hold on. Did you say well-being or well-being? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. And yes. Wait a minute. Where's Damon at? He's in Australia, right? That's what I thought. I'm like, I can't send anybody. I, don't know. I know that's yeah. Damon, I mean, Damon, I'm willing to go. And I know. I know. I, I, I can't, I can't, I'm like, <laughs> I'm willing to go. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'll hop on a plane. I'll go. Enough to get a full cup. Okay. That's what counts. Yeah, don't yes. turn to 21. Oh, Duffy, you're officially my favorite. Yep. The title is all yours. Yes, yeah. 21. We're going to celebrate the 20 For more than twice. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but we're, so we're doing this big Disney trip, and I have a group chat for those of us going, and I've been throwing stupid TikToks in there and whatever, and it's just been fun. And so my... Bestie's husband is one of the people going, and he does not talk in the chat at all. And so when he went to put something silly in there the other day, he announced to her, I'm putting something in the chat. It's like, who, who needs to say they're going to do it? It just was cute. So, Cope. Yeah. Ooh, oh, cool. Damon Marty. Has some wor- Hold on. Damon has some words for you there, Bill. Oh, sorry. Ah. Well, that's easier. I can go to England quicker than I can go to Australia. <laughs> Listen, the people in Australia are offshoots of the British anyways. All right? All right? <laughs> the, Sorry. Prince might have something to say well, about that. Well, I don't think I'm or... getting into the UK anytime soon. Right? Yeah. I'm sorry, sir. Your passport is not, <laughs> yes. not working here. What Damon wants you to know is he didn't lose the great emu war. That is true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize wholeheartedly, Damon. We'll send you a box of tea. (laughs) We might have a one or two, one or two floating around in the Boston Harbor. Oh, Uh, keep digging, keep digging. Jeez, Marty, what are you up to? I am not digging tea out of the harbor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, anywho, listen, Toffee. All right, I can make mistakes. My apologies. Do you know how hard it is to keep track of everybody and where they're from? I mean, that that's why I asked, because I didn't know. Yeah. Because I couldn't remember. And and I do know that we have a Damon in Australia. At least, yes. I don't know if he's... And Damon, it won't oh, yeah. be soaked in salt water, but I'll, I'll send you some iced sweet tea. <laughs> oh, here we go. Sweet here tea. we <laughs> go. <laughs> oh, boy. You want some sweet Hope tea? Hope you're not diabetic. <laughs> Anyways, Marty, what are you so, been up to, sir? Lots of hobby stuff. So, yep. uh, you remember a few weeks ago, uh, Chris and I were helping our buddy Steve with his his little Holy Havoc tournament. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's the day that I won the raffle without actually winning anything because none <laughs> of my numbers got called. But Chris had like nine of his called. Maria had one of hers called. Maria's mm-hmm. my daughter. For those of you who don't know, yeah, none of mine got called. But uh, so. Anywho, basically, I got all the stuff from that. And in getting all the stuff from that, one of the things I got was a Dominion starter box for AOS. I have now built all of that. Wow. And that was how many models? 
well, between that and the other models that I had that I've that I won in the raffle and sort of accumulated because it did a little bit of horse trading too. Uh, it was 136 models, I think. Wow. Gosh. Something like that. Yeah. So I, I finished last night, the last one. I, I currently have three armies working. Good for you. So nice. Sorry. Also, Dave, I've got, that is on. correct. I could have called Damon French. <laughs> I apologize. Oh, wow. Yeah. To my French Fire. friend, Greg. Wherever yeah. you are, if you're listening. Now, I didn't say it. Toffee yeah. Ear said it. Uh, uh, now, it's not Greg you got to worry about. It's Alicia. Alicia. Yeah. Because yeah. she's not French, but she really wants to be. But yeah. she's American <laughs> and she's from Ohio. She'll come over and wreck your shit. <laughs> so, so anyway, I did that. Additionally, I finished my, uh, my, who'd you call it? It's my, uh, Scaven. I don't know that faction. I finished these dudes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just need to put their, what you call it, uh, clear coat on them. Their matte mm-hmm. varnish and. Nice. Bam, done. So it's my African regulars. And then I have eight African militia to do at some point, but they're going to sit in the box for a minute. Cause That's I, fair. Because I currently have so much other stuff. I also, so I have a. Uh, model to be entered into the the Badger Games painting contest. I was just going to ask con- you that. Yeah, I haven't even primed it yet. <laughs> I, mean, okay. I really need to. I think that dude probably needs to go next. Um, of course, yeah. You, know, you have girl math. I have hobby math. That, so that's I'm like, fair. well, if you I'm got gonna time. prime all the time in the world, this one Might guy, as well prime everything. I should build everything and then just prime <laughs> it all at once. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of kind of why he's been on hold. <laughs> but I finished everything yesterday afternoon at like four. I finished mm. my last one. So nice. And, and he showed up I to have. the game with everything in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> Did you? And, and oh, I left my battle strolls at home. Yep. Yeah. 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 Right. Ready to play. <laughs> hey, yeah. guys. Yeah. I mean, it, it was bad. Not as bad as I whooped Chris, but, you know, it was bad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you got held up by you know some little puppies for um, almost many, the whole I'm, game. I'm sorry, how many were left, and how many of my guys did they kill? <laughs> Killed them all. Yeah, no, but... no, keep the crickets going because that's the right answer. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it held them up for a lot longer than it should have. Yeah, they damn sure did. That's why I annihilated them. But mm-hmm. <laughs> man, Steve's like, you can hit this guy over here to win the game, or take the one guy out. I'm going after the one guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I did that. I'm like, Eh. oh, you know, these guys bring lightning from the sky. If not, you're about to find out. Yeah. (laughs) It was just because I kept dropping spells on him, which took away two thirds of his. uh... Yeah. It took away my charges and took away my, my attacks. I was. Yeah. Hey, I got three attacks. No, you don't. You got one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turns out it's all I need to beat his guys, but you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it took um, it four rounds, so instead of not one, true. they were they were only on the table one turn. Ah, you you tried a lot, yeah. But a good yeah, time that's, that's that's true, Tuffy. It's, you know, I'm old school though. I like having the cards. I, you can't read you know, the cards. I can't read them. <laughs> uh, the, you can't read. Like, yeah, listen well, to me talk. 
<laughs> All right, so we played this game last night. That's the other thing, if you haven't figured it out. Yeah, so we played AOS last night. Chris and I don't know the rules, just for the record. Let's throw that out there. We sort of know how the game's played. We like the 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 concept of it. Yeah, we have we have our own little dude. So we might say that we we can put about a thousand points down. You know, so we don't have a full two thousand point army. So we played a game that was me, Chris, and another friend of ours, Steve. And Steve is super AOS guy. Yeah, knows all the rules everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't play with all of the rules. We played basic core rules, and that was it. None of the faction specialties or battalions or any any of that shit. Because Chris and I don't know what they are, and it just slows us down. Yeah. 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 The last two turns took half as long as the first turn. (laughs) But, yeah. So let's see. We started. We probably... Started really got started around, about like, around eight. No, it was no, probably it was later than that. And then, no. oh, that's right, you were late to that too. We left at. <laughs> I think we wrapped up at two thirty in the morning. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. I mean. All right. Yeah. Grass? So that that's yeah that's me in a nutshell for okay. Stuff. So for the I'm going to enjoy this for the rest of the show because I, I'm sure about three minutes after the show is over. I will no longer be able to say this. I have more paint on my armies than Marty does. Why? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that, that merits. Bravo. Bravo, son. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, Actually, <laughs> technically, I do because I bought those, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to say that. We'll, yeah. We'll painted it. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, but still. And I'm he's now going to keep them. <laughs> oh. uh, no, but you really shouldn't have said that while I have the rest of that starter set here too. <laughs> yeah, well, because I painted all the rest made. of that. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I actually have one unit's got some paint on it. But yeah, he does. He's got the he's he's got a little bit of paint on his wolves. They're coming along, or nice dire yep. dire or whatever the fuck they are. <laughs> Tar pit cool. for you, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Bill, what yep. you been up to? Not a damn. <laughs> no. Um, spending money. Yeah. <laughs> spending. I can't money. say anything. Well, my op- uh, my artist opus uh, paintbrushes came in, and boy, are they nice. They're real nice. Um, they better have be. You, have you used them yet? No, I'm afraid to. So, <laughs> all right. fair enough. Fair enough. So, so when you say artist opus, he's got like five series of brushes. What did he bought them all? Did you get? I brought bought the D series, the S series, and the M series. All right. So, so you got the dry, dry brush, brush, the standard, standard regular uh, brushes, regular... and then the detail brushes. Okay. So basically, say, it sounds like ones, I'm right? entitled yeah. to three boxes more of cards. My paintbrushes were less than your four boxes of cards. How much was a box of cards? 130? Yes. Mine were less. Mine was 350. Mm. I, I was going to say, that's only because you only bought three and I bought, you bought four. Because true. a box of those brushes costs as much as a box of cards. <laughs> that is fair. <laughs> so what I just heard is go buy another box of brushes, Bill. Oh. <laughs> well, Adepticon's coming up and they're going to be at Adepticon. Yeah. 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 Uh, Is there anything left? Yeah, Byron was there uh, the whole time last year. Was he? Yep. I, I've been watching a lot of his videos. I like his teaching style. And I, I, I'll be honest with you. I like their palette. They use the, the texture palette. palette. Yeah. yeah. They don't use a wet palette. 
you know, right. everything's done off of this texture palette. So I, I, I really, yeah, I, I agree with you. I really like his, his style and, you know, he's got the, the fancy dry palette everything. Going, going on, right? Yeah. He's got the fancy everything. There, there's mine. Yep. Yep. There you go. It's just a piece of MDF that has enough paint on it that it's now a texture. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Ingenuity. But, uh, yeah, well, you know, I'm like, oh, I got him. Yeah, but we're also going to be making some, too. I mean, you know, you may recognize it more this way uh, as it's one of the leftover bases from our Rourke's Drift game. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep. How many more of those do you have? Oh, no, small stack. Like, that many? <laughs> Hi, Donna. Oh, 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 I win wife of the century. <laughs> Woo! Hey, Damon. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's how we do it here in America. America. And there goes just, the second. Just, word. Just, just for uh, proof of life. So nobody thinks. Yeah. <laughs> proof of life. Uh, There's no data sign to that. <laughs> yes. Uh, wow. Thanks for alienating our audience, Marty. That's great. I didn't call him French. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't no. call him Australian either. Yeah. Right. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> My man. All right. So other than the brushes. What else do we do? We, we've been doing like a lot of prep three? work. Yep. Gearing up. Uh, I've yep, been kind of. working with a designer for a convention booth. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'd love to share it with you. I could share you uh, share it with you guys. Let me, I can give you a rough draft of it so people can see what we're talking about. Make them come out to the show to see. <laughs> right? Well, not everybody can come to the show, Chris. Yes, they can. It, it's, a, it's a preview of what they will see Thank during you, our show coverage. Okay. All right. How's that? We were talking to people who came from London last year. We did, but you know. No, Marty Speak, and I did. Speaking of which, we we're talking about uh, people from one. Although I don't know if he's actually from London. I don't know where he's at. Who? But uh, Byron from Artis Opus, he and what's his name Ross from Fullhammer. Uh huh. They were there the whole time. I had a good time. You know, I, I chatted with Byron a little bit. But as you can imagine, he's widely known, hugely popular. So mm-hmm. uh, everybody wanted to talk to him. But Ross and I had a pretty good conversation. I mean. Like, I don't know, 30 minutes. Nice. There's and, uh, there's the booth. Talk about 3D printing. That's what our booth is going to look like. So uh, we're in the final approval stages, and then we'll get it get her done. And then we'll have that booth. We got the space. We talked to Rafferty, and we're all good. So we'll have a booth there with a little screen highlighting that. And then if we do any live We'll be doing the podcast that Saturday because that is our regular scheduled podcast day. So we'll be doing it from the floor. Mm-hmm. And we are hosting a pizza party Friday night after, what do we say, 8 o'clock-ish? At our booth at the Hyatt, at, at the historical thing. So we'll have, and for- Good pizza. Give, for, yeah, good pizza. And for giveaways- we are creating some just little easy giveaways. So there'll be that. We're working on a couple other things. So we've been busy with prepping for Adepticon. Mm-hmm. And then in the meantime, I have to go back to Illinois in a couple of weeks to go to a class. So 
Always yeah. time when you have no class. Have no class. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and we might have cameo appearances by at least two daughters. Yeah. Can't you do it from a chair like normal people? No. Right. <laughs> Tough ears, you take that back. You don't call us normal. Yeah. Right? Right. <laughs> I start now. <laughs> we're we're five years in. They're not on to us yet. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> about it all right let's talk about some news shall we hold on i have a i, I have a hobby related uh, oh, question go ahead. for you go ahead did you pre-order wave three of two thin coats uh can i get to the news first no yes yes he did okay <laughs> funny you should ask <laughs> <laughs> what a segue say, cause, let's cause go to the kickstarter time... page shall we Donna. So here are my back projects right now. Oh my god! Hold <laughs> you up your Kickstarter page. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! So yes, as you can see, wave three back. Hold, hold, hold on! Stop the presses. Successful pledges. Seventy-six projects. Yeah. Seventy-six trombones, trombones let the big parade. parade. <laughs> yes, what about it? Damn, well, uh, I, I'm a I'm a small fry. Those, there are people that have hundreds. Those are just bills because I have my own separate Kickstarter account, right? Yeah, and I have stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have a GameFound account because I backed something just now on GameFound. Right. So. right. I yep. think all the zombicides moved over to. Yeah, Simon Simon yeah, uh, moved exclusively over to GameFound. Yeah. So as you can see, I do have Duncan Rhodes, Two Thin Coats, Wave 3. We got nine days ago on that one. So I've been looking forward to that to add to my collection. I really like the paint. I you saw last Sunday's video, I did use that paint. I compared his yep. one shade of gray to Pro Acryl, and they were pretty close in color match and I thought both of them were silky smooth. Much better than some of the other paints I've used nice. in the past. So how many uh, shades of gray did you try? 50. And then obviously Epic Warpath from Mantic is going on. There's five days to go on that one. It's kind of plateaued. I was hoping to see more people. I mean, it's fine. It's still going to get produced. But it is Mantic's answer to Legion Imperialis from Games Workshop. And I could be, we'll talk about a little bit about GW, but GW is really stepping in it. Let's be honest. Yeah. So, yeah. And then lastly, I have backed Rugged Hills Design Master Tiles. Oh, yeah, those are cool. So, oh. so these are 3D printable tiles that you can create different things with. I just need a 3D printer. I was now. gonna say there's just one problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's not a problem. That's no. just solution waiting to happen. Correct. Yeah. So we'll be getting those. So that takes care of Kickstarter updates, at least for me. When when does the when is this last one, the tiles one? When's that one deliver? That one should be is delivering like any day. Three now? hours to go. <laughs> yeah, okay. I I was like, I thought that was really close to yeah. It, yeah, I, it's three hours. I don't even remember what my pledge is. Let's look to see what I pledged in. Let's look. All in, one hundred nineteen for the all in. <laughs> <laughs> Called it. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then I just backed Song of Ice and Fire Tactics mm -hmm. on Game Found. 
that's that one's over already but it does look cool though it does look really cool and i got the i got the the all in on that one too so we'll get that kick-ass ginormous dragon yeah dennis i just read your comment so there's a knockoff version of the artist opus i have not heard of them be interesting to see how good they are that's the army painter version i have some army painter ones but i'll tell you what the artist opus ones I mean, yeah, but my three army painter one, it's a set of three was like 30, 35 bucks. Yeah. It's pretty hard to argue with that price difference. <laughs> I mean, if I, if I don't like it, I just go buy five more sets for. What yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, the, they, they work good. I like them. You know? Yeah. What's that, Chris? Artify dry brush set. Nice. Knockoffs. Okay. Very Still cool. In, new, new in plastic. Yeah. <laughs> Only dropped once. There you go. Here. He'll fix you. Son yeah. All right. Let's anymore. move on down the road to our next news item. And this comes to us from Firelock Games. Yes. And this is Port Royale. Yep. An adventure skirmish mentors game set in the Caribbean. Is this like Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> well, it's we'll... definitely pirate related. So. I mean, the pictures look really good. Yeah. So it's basically a skirmish version mm-hmm. of their games. So, yeah, it largely it'll play in a two by two. Okay. So. so it'll be terrain dense, small war bands, basically. Looks good, and I think it uses existing models. I don't think there's anything truly new. There, well, there is. There's going to be a two player starter set. I don't yeah. know if they're repeat models okay. or not, but okay. So. Yeah, it looks cool. I side was chatting with Mike, so we'll definitely catch up with him at Adepticon. Get the scoop on this. Okay, very cool. All right, moving on down the road. So we're going to go to a Facebook page. I don't know if anybody's ever seen it. Facebook? Yeah, it's on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> but somebody had to show off some cards. Just saying. I did. We won't dwell on this because I talked about it already yeah, at the but, beginning. But yeah, this was there's my Jafar, and that is my uh, the other enchanted, which is a song card from Hercules. So, so yeah, if you are into collectible card games, Dawn is your person to talk to. It's true. Right. So, all right, moving on down the road, Whiz Kids has a pre order open right now for Star Trek. Into the Unknown, I think it's called. I am pretty excited about that. So, for anybody who's played Fantasy Flight Games Armada. This is the Star Trek answer. Pre-painted, pre-assembled flight starship tactics. The cool thing is about the Enterprise, what was this, the D? The, the one from Next Generation, is that the D? The saucer actually removes from the body. It's kind of cool. As, as it should. Mm-hmm. So. It looks pretty cool. So, they are running like a bajillion learn to play games of this as a preview at Adepticon. So we for sure will have to. Yeah. You can see it's very similar bases, you know, flights. So it is essentially a Star Trek version of Armada. Yep. The day out of cards, the whole nine yards. So if, if that's your kind of thing, there's a lot of small text on those cards. I'll be real curious to see how big those are and yeah. whether I can read them. Yeah. All right. That takes care of Star Trek. That I was going to go to Gale Force Nine for the other thing, but Don, why don't you talk about it? Because it's not showing up. Yeah, it's not. It's not posted in there. (laughs) 
because I backed something on GameFound, now I get all this GameFound stuff in my feed. And Gale Force 9 announced they've got a partnership with GameFound also, and they've got three projects coming up. And one of them is a bringing back Star Trek Ascendancy, which is the existing board game they have, which is amazing. If you've never played it, it's such a good game. But it's going to introduce a new faction as well as they're going to offer it as a bundle with everything, which is super cool because we ironically never got any of the expansion pieces with our game. Mm. So this will be a really good way to acquire all of it. Mm-hmm. But it is so fun. You need a ginormous table to play it. Like it, it expands very quickly. But it's really fun if you're a Star Trek person. It, it's a really, really cool game. Yeah, I, I think I get that from you. See, that's what I was. What, well, it it was at your house for a while. You got a second copy. Remember, we got multiple copies oh, in the VIG right. swag bag. You're right. Yep. Yes. Then Chris, you do have that. And the map, or the mat. Oh, he got the mat. There was a mat? Yeah, remember the mat? The star mat? No, no, there's no mat. Too late. (laughs) That's okay, because I'm going to back it for everything anyway, and whatever, so. Of course we are. (laughs) All right, one last item. This is a historical-related item. So Warlord Games is coming out with a new tank versus tank game. Let me bring it up. Does anybody know what it's called? Fury? I don't know, just guessing. Dude, seriously? (laughs) World of Tanks. That's what it's called. Gotcha. Tanks what does Panzers mean in German, Chris? I don't know. Wait, wait your high school <laughs> German's going to great use. Tank. I can order a Panzer beer. means tank. Oh, attention tank. Mm-hmm. See, I like Aktun baby. <laughs> so as you can see, they are creating a tank versus tank game. And if Jim was here, he would talk about the ranges of 28 millimeter tanks on a table. And from what I'm looking at, these are all already, nothing here looks new. These terrain pieces you get in some of the starter sets for bolt action. And these look like all bolt action tanks. They're just repurposing stuff to create a new rule set for tank versus tank combat. It'll be interesting to see how this plays. We'll talk to John Russell probably. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, and my understanding is Battlefront answered as well. Let me see if I can pull them up. Well, I don't want to do it on this page. almost lost our page. <laughs> do you type better when you do? Yes. Okay. Uh, da, 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 dum. That's got to sound great at work. Da, ba, da, da, ba, da, da. <laughs> great. <laughs> Does it change when you're upset? No, it becomes some words that are not appropriate to say on the air. Or or straight up muttering like. Yeah. Probably not appropriate to say at work either. (laughs) Clash of Steel. So they have a 15 millimeter version called Clash of Steel, which is tank versus tank. So I'm going to be honest with you. It'd be interesting to learn more about this because. They already have like Team Yankee and because Clash of Steel, I understand, is after 46, right? So, brand new game design from Gale Force 9 Battlefront, blah, blah, blah. Tabletop, four initial forces, German, British, American, Soviets. And it's supposed to be like, what if after World War II? Well, that's what Team Yankee is, isn't it? 
ish and dust 1947. Yeah. Yeah. Is it just that? Well, team Yankee still, still has troops though. Right. So is this just, this is removing the ground. So here's, here's my opinion on these. And again, I have not played either of them or no live very little other than what I've read. It almost seems like world of tanks Mm -hmm. on miniature and Gale force nine already does war world of tanks, you know, as Dennis says, I, he heard that all the tanks in the game, if they're on the table, they're in range. Yeah. Which makes sense because realistically. Probably should be, yeah. 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 28 millimeter tank battles. What's the problem? Doesn't everyone have a <laughs> spare tennis court to play toy? I don't anymore. <laughs> no. But hey, it's just to get some things on the table and just roll a whole bunch of dice and blow crap up. You know, that's what it's about. It's not, I don't think it's ever been meant to be serious, historical. You know, this is how it should be. It's yeah, just pick, everybody pick like tank you big think stompy cool. robots, big stompy tanks, and blow shit up. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, push push a little dude around. Yeah. And then with everything, you know, being in range, it's like Dennis says, you know, it's all about being able to position your tank so that way cover concealment. You can, you know, get get the enemy before he gets you, kind of thing. Exactly. Ooh, exactly. tactics. Yeah. Exactly. All right, let's switch gears out of the news and let's talk about our topic before we go off the tangents of other things. Solo Wargaming. Marty, Woo-hoo. this is kind of your forte. I Yeah, it turns out I play with myself a lot. You're welcome. <laughs> go ahead and timestamp that. Yeah, gosh. I'll give you a moment. Don't worry, the <laughs> new AI that I've paid for that does the descriptions for well, our videos is going to have a field day with that one. Oh, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Dennis says, what a tanker is a blast. Now, that's a two fat lardies. Two fat lardies, yeah. remember correctly. All right, solo war gaming. Show is. Marty, right. what is your favorite solo war game? Battle Space. I, I am, happen I'm to a, be. I'm a huge fan of Robert Salter from Tablesoft Games. Yeah. That, I mean, this, first of all, this dude had the perfect timing. Mm-hmm. This thing came up on Gamer's Vault in march of 2020 what was going on in march of 2020 oh a little pandemic yeah and super lockdown starting right yeah mm-hmm. you could i i don't remember what it's it was like nine bucks 12 bucks for the pdf yep. which the, and that's it that that was all they had back then yep so i'm like eh, looks cool i'll try it love it you know it's a low model count it's easy uh, it's a fairly low model count. Turns out if anybody, even when I play play a game solo, it turns out, you know, the enemy still uh, puts a whooping on me sometimes. <laughs> Not going to lie, I've had a couple of games where I'm like, why are there 40 good guys out here? Because <laughs> I've only got four dudes. <laughs> That's happened a couple of times. But, mm-hmm. you know. It's it is a fairly like it. It's not super crunchy, which is in my wheelhouse because you know I hate bookkeeping and getting you know uh, super crunchy with things. I just I, I'm just here for a good time. I want to move my dudes and shoot things and blow stuff up. This game does that. There you go. You know? And the amount of community generated band content that is available primarily through their Facebook page is off the chart. I mean there there are whole other systems that are based on battle space that are in there. That's so cool. There's a ton of stuff. So you, instead of playing as like, like a ranger or a special forces guy, you can play as uh, like the fake CIA. Yeah. You know? 
you know, you can uh, play as a Navy SEAL. Yeah. So I was looking at the Modifius site and the book is releasing in hardback or paper form yeah. in April. The nope. I already have the PDF because I pre-ordered, but I noticed something, Marty. If I go to Table Salt Games, his website doesn't come up. Try Google. I'm on Google. And if you Google, it says Table Salt Games, and what comes up is a card shop. It is his logo. Well, kind of his logo. So it's like, did he sell out to Modifius? But if you go to his He's got uh, other YouTube games, channel. Though. You go to his YouTube channel because if oh, I'm sorry, his Facebook page says Table Salt Gaming Designs. Maybe it's Gaming Designs. Let me look up that. Maybe it's not Table Salt Games. Let's look up that. It's gonna say because he's gaming. got other games. Oops, what happened? Oh, it went to Facebook. Yeah, I don't see a web page anymore because he's got Rusty Blade. He's got some hero and villains game. I can't remember the Where exact name of. Yeah, basically, it's superheroes fighting against each other. Kind but of he's deal. been doing a lot of like YouTube video reviews of miniature war games. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, I was just kind of wondering if he's kind of transitioned out of retailing and just doing other things. But yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to getting a, a actual printed copy of the rules. Like I said, we have the rules. Yeah. I. Well, like, it's supposed to honestly uh, when we, he have all told your us and all that jazz in there too. So yeah, when Robert told us back almost a year ago, I want to say that Modifius was taking it over or going to produce it. I yep. should say we, we were thinking a, we were going to get like a two player starter set. Yeah, it's been over a year because because last year at Adepticon, I was putting the clamp on them trying to figure out, hey, what's going on? We haven't heard anything about our boys' game. Yeah. You know, and of course it was, you know, the crickets were on rage. They're like, well, oh, battle space, Robert, who, uh, no, no, we've got this going on. I forget what was coming out at the time, but they were, yeah. they were pushing other stuff. But yeah, there, that's a good solo game for you guys who like other options for solo war gaming. If you looked at our title slide today, let me see if I can bring it up. I don't know why our internet is running a little slow. Chris Chaplin says, Haywire solo game is good. Oh, hey, yeah? Haywire. Haywire. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. what. Uh, no, it's it's in there somewhere, but Chris, tell me more about Haywire, buddy. I know nothing about it. Not, Not you. you. Chris Chaplin, the guy that knows. <laughs> but Victoria Cross 2, it's a game. He always has to have something that uh, references Works Drift. And he's locked up. Wonder if we're still yeah. broadcasting. Game published by Worthington Press. Hey. I oh. backed it on. Yeah, we're having some internet connection. You, you oh. had locked up pretty bad there. Bill. Sorry about that. Yeah, just having some pauses and some internet, internet. But yeah, but and then a friend of mine who likes for me to spend money showed me Wolf on Miniatures. <laughs> who is that friend? <laughs> And so I, I bought the, the news. It was all Chris. That, <laughs> that's what I'm going to go with. So I bought the set that goes to complement the board game. So it comes with the buildings and the terrain and really great acrylic minis to enhance the game. So that's a great game you can play solo. Is there other games, Marty, that you've played solo? So 
Uncle Adam and Vince Mincherella started their own little gaming company, I don't know, two years ago, three years ago, called Snarling Badger Games. And basically, they put out one game a year. It's miniature mm-hmm. agnostics. They don't want anything to do with miniatures, per se, as far as getting into design and manufacture them. They just want, they want to make their rule sets. And all their games have a solo component. Their first game, uh, Rain and Hell, did not have a solo component. So the feedback that they got from the community is, hey, what, why, why can't we have solo rules for this? So they, they created a supplement for it. And in the two, uh, two, three games that they've released since, everything that they've got now has solo play built into their rule sets. Yeah. That's- Rain and Hell is the only one that I played. It's demons fighting for control of hell. Uh, well, except for one faction that just wants to destroy hell and everything in it. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because they're in it. <laughs> I don't know. They're demons. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. Give me an excuse to paint a lot of rocks red. So, because I had there to have some right. rain. Yep. So, for everybody out in the audience, if there are preferred solo games, we'd love to hear about it. You know, inside miniatures games, tabletop games, I know there's solo war games out there, but the ones we play usually take at least two people. Mm. You know? I mean, and so my my preference obviously isn't a war game, but I like my all out war. So my Walking Dead, and you can, can play, you play that solo, yeah, right? You can play that solo, and it's it's good stuff. You know, I think particularly since since the pandemic started, that even uh, games have uh, either included. Oh wait a minute! Sorry, Chris just said that game's free. I'll 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 be checking on that momentarily. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm you just guy. hit Marty's keyword yeah. free. free. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a gun, I'm in. But I think that since uh, since the pandemic in particular happened, I think that spurred a lot of people. You know, one uh, asking for solo games, and two game designers responding with either a straight up solo game or a solo option to existing games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then where that didn't happen, there's a lot of community con- created content to like, hey, you want to play this game? They didn't give you any solo rules. I made up this AI. Let's play right. our little game by mm-hmm. ourselves over here. And and then they, you know, they'll, they'll fix their own games. You know, they'll do it through uh, community feedback and whatnot. So I think that's pretty cool. Good morning, Tom. Yeah. So like I said, if anybody in the audience has a preferred solo war game Love to hear about it because we'd love to share with other people. Obviously, there are video versions of war games that you can play solo. I've done a couple, but you know, sometimes you just want to put minis on a table and go for it, right? I think the next show we're going to talk about some alternatives to miniature-based games. I don't know. We'll we'll see. Something might else come up because you know, I have I actually have a card-based war game. Mm-hmm. called Onus. I don't know if anybody's ever played it, but it's little three-by-five cards that have the armies printed on it. Like, you know, it's like a stand of miniatures. So instead of pushing miniatures around, you just slide these cards around on the tabletop. And I have terrain. and a, But I've seen people actually take, you know, like six mil guys and put it on there as on the card. So you have three-dimensional. Did I play that one with you? I don't think so. Uh, Joe did. did Joe you? did. Joe? Yeah. Joe did. So definitely looking forward to that. Tomorrow's video will probably have me painting one of the two leaders from the Waterloo box set. Are you going to actually crack out the artist opus? 
I don't know yet. I mean, I have other brushes. I probably want to use the other brushes up just to use them up, you know, and then go from there. They're just really nice brushes. Yeah, I mean, I know it's yeah. silly. You pay money for them and you're not going to use them. So, but I have other brushes I want to get through first, use those up, and then I don't know. We'll see. I might just go, oh, I want to use them. So who knows? Who knows? So kind of back to our solo gaming. Yes, please. So here's a you you can play any game solo by playing both sides, right? Yeah. That's true. Not necessarily the best experience, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's very difficult, uh, one, to do that objectively. And two, yeah, you know, you want to win against yourself kind of thing, you know. So it, that can be a little bit challenging. Now, mm-hmm. and having uh, secret strategies against yourself doesn't work. Yeah. 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 yeah that well, modality with, is probably not going to work. You got to say it does with me because I don't remember it anyway. So, mm-hmm. you know. yeah. I too am surprised at the end of the game. My <laughs> <laughs> multiple personalities going yeah, on. Yeah, right? right. You know, but you know, having some sort of an AI that controls the bad guy, or yeah. if it's like a cooperative game that you pare down to just one. Although playing the cooperative games where you may, perhaps you're playing more than one character, mm-hmm. you know, to make it a solo game, those oftentimes translate pretty well. Yep. Yep. You know, because the AI is already built in there for the bad guy or whatever it is you're trying to achieve. You know, so, you know, the instead of you playing, you know, instead of four people playing uh, characters, it's you playing four or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes uh, sometimes that's really cool because it it almost forces you to play, you know, like we all have our favorites. Right. If you're going to if you're going to play a game like that, we tend to gravitate towards certain ones. And if you do that, it kind of makes you branch out a little bit and you might be like, oh, I that was really fun. Like, I like that playing that model, you know, so. Well, and I think it also gives you an opportunity to to kind of get a little bit more narrative, more, you know, kind of into that particular character. So mm-hmm. you're like, OK, since, since I'm playing all of them, you know, I know that this guy is this way and this person's this way. So I'm going to lean into whatever they're you know, main characteristic traits are, even though it's not necessarily my play style or the way I do it. If I know that this dude is a, is a jerk, but he's super competent, I'm going to play him as the competent jerk. If I know this person's really nice, but they're an idiot, I'm going to play him as the nice idiot. And, <laughs> and we'll just see what happens. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, there you, hey, go. you know, I, 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 I've got a 17 charisma on my D and D dude. He could talk to anybody. Oh, but his intelligence is like six, so you can't talk. You can't talk well with them. Kind of like me. We might regret the conversations he starts with other people, yeah. but you know. <laughs> and Tuffy likes mansions and badness solo, which doesn't surprise me at all. Which is it's actually a really good game. No, I'm just saying her other job of her normal yeah thing. yeah mansions and madness is a really good game. We actually did a demo of the latest edition of it at Gen Con a few years back, remember? We went mm-hmm. and did the Fantasy Flight thing, and then we did demos of their new releases. So, yeah, it was good. Uh, it's a good game. A lot of fun. All right. Any other solo ideas, guys? Yeah, video games Yeah, we've talked about. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can be pretty immersive. Um, yeah. Especially when you've got the full 3D you know, VR. Yep. Yep, when you go VR and and I'm telling you what, man, the the new stuff is just amazing. It is nothing like getting airsick in a game. 
All right. Let us transition a little bit to industry news or state of industry. We go. GW. Marty, you want to give us a little background on what you were telling us earlier? These rats get out of So, GW has, has elected to essentially move back into a lottery system for inventory for their third-party retailers, particularly on like their new orders and whatnot, or pre-orders, uh, new stuff, new releases and whatnot. Thereby pretty much forcing everyone to go to them, to, uh, to GW, to get said products. Or I, wait. I, I believe that it is a, my personal opinion, it, it's a combination of one, even though they own the entire process, manufacturing through, uh, through retail sale, cradle to grave, the whole thing, they cannot generate enough product to satisfy demand. Now, so, are they doing it on purpose? I no, I, I don't think they're doing that part on purpose. You don't think I, so I, to I drive think, up the demand because people know it's in short I don't, supply? I think I think they literally don't have the capacity. I think they're I think they're probably doing what they can do. I mean, mm-hmm. could they could they they would have they're at the point where they would have to turn off one game to focus on another, I think, in order to increase capacity. And they're they're not gonna do that. You know, so you know, I don't think that's a legit thing. I think what what they're trying to do is just cut out third party retailers because they're they're GW. Mm-hmm. They they own they own everything else. Why include anyone else? And and I think that you know them and they've done they've done this before. And I don't remember how long ago it was, but didn't you know, Steve say like ten years ago? Yeah, it was a while ago. We were talking about it last night. You know, and maybe maybe it's a temporary thing for them to get caught up. On production, mm-hmm. uh, maybe it's a a way for them to simply, you know, control the the market a little bit. So one of the things that GW has huge issues with, which you know, it's just being the victim of their own success, is scalpers, and they and they have they've actually been trying to address that. You know, I mean, good on them for that, but that turns out scalpers are winning. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so again, trying to control the environment and where their product goes, you know, I I would not think anything so altruistic of them as like, we're doing this so scalpers can't have it. Because mm-hmm. realistically, they don't give a crap who buys their stuff. Yeah. You know, That's true. They, Guess they what? The paid. scalpers can buy it through the through GW directly and they're and, still gonna flip it and well they it. did cancel and, a lot of orders yeah, on the yeah, last I was gonna say, but yeah. they yeah. Tur- turns out when they then put those back up on there, the scalpers went in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, truly, it was sort of effective. I mean, the, the scalpers did not get what they would have originally gotten. But they, you know, you're not going to root out all evil in this world. You know, it doesn't right. matter. But, you know, I I just have huge beef with, with them doing this. I, I, I think it is literally a malicious intent mm-hmm. to, to needle out the little guys and third-party vendors on this stuff that that's my that's my opinion Not yep. and and the other thing you said uh before the show was how, how you put it it's a dick move yeah mm-hmm. i think yeah so, yeah now the thing that i was saying which i got voted down on but they've got a new set of owners and the owners don't know or care that, that this has been tried before and it pisses off everybody 
So if you've got bean counters running a company, then you know they're going to make stupid, stupid choices. See, and yeah, so so my argument to that is they're not stupid. They know exactly what they're doing it, and they're doing it for that purpose because mm-hmm. it's venture capitalists that own them. You don't get to be a venture capitalist by not understanding how to make money, right? Yeah, and and that's and that's what they're doing. You know, so you know if they cut out every third party vendor. They don't give a crap if it pushes their bottom line. Yeah, but see, Dennis has got a... Specifically to push their bottom line. Yeah, but Dennis Dennis has a great point. Go ahead, Chris. No, go ahead, Bill. You know, to Dennis's point, you know, when you cut out your local game stores, who are your biggest sponsors of games, tournaments for 40K outside of conventions, nobody's going to play it anymore because who are they going to go play it at, right? Yeah, if you have a GW store nearby, but... GW store has rules about how you can bring your miniatures in and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So all those stores are going to stop supporting GW, which is going to make it very tough for people that want to play, you know? Yep. And let me, and let me tell you, I know I've talked about this before a long time ago, but as somebody who is not a person that has played GW games or whatever, but our kids did, Christmas shopping, I use as an example. I had to go to a GW store to get something that Cody wanted off of his Christmas list one year. I have never felt so unwelcome in a game store. I was a fish out of water. I didn't know what I was looking at, looking for. Like I knew the name of the thing or whatever, but that environment is just so different. And so from a approachability standpoint for especially if it's a parent that is like their kid has expressed some interest in maybe getting into something like that, it feels more natural to go into a regular game store where it feels more like a friendly community and a welcoming environment than walking directly into the lion's den. That's yeah. just my opinion. And if you're, if you're not going to have that as a venue, uh, shame on them. Like that's a miss. Yeah. But you know that- what? You have Mantic. You have some of the other people going. Oh yeah, come on. over. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Mantic hugely profited off of when GWs ended Fantasy. Yeah. You know, years ago, ten years ago, I think it was now. And one page rules ain't doing so bad. Nope. Nope. So yeah, if you know, there's always going to be your diehard GW players and fans, and they'll continue to play in their basements or wherever. Yeah. And your and brother. I know over like in England, you have game clubs. You know, we don't have game clubs like they do over in Europe and in, in the UK. Because we have other things we could do. Well, no, it's just because our our game stores are our game clubs for the most yeah. part. Yeah. Where, Structures are just different. Yeah, it's structured different. Where in the UK, you actually have a club. You like you rent out the space in a church or somewhere in their you know meeting hall or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, it's just a different world. So... And Americans are guilty of buying the latest, greatest things. And then if you piss them off, they're just going to find something else to spend their money on. You know, look what happened with fantasy. You know, GW's cut fantasy. People dropped it like a hot rock and they went to something else. So, yeah. Yep. But it, it just it just amazes me that, you know, that they GW would do that when if they did a census of their customer base, where is their largest group of customers come from? third-party retail stores. You know, if you look at the numbers, I can't believe that GW Direct has a bigger customer base than what they get from three-party stores, so, third-party stores. Now, so they're not... Thing, though, 
maybe because they don't have that, that's why they're doing it. So they will have it. No, they will never be able to handle it. They'll Uh, never be able to handle it. Their website sure can't. No. Yeah. Right. Now, the thing is, they're not getting rid of it. They're just. No, 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 I'm not saying they're getting rid of it, but they're just making it less accessible. Yeah. They're, they're, well, they're just delaying. It. Well, they're they're still reducing the amount of product that's going out, yeah, uh, to, to third party stores, you know, and there there's no predictability to which store is getting how much product, right? So if I'm the consumer, do I want to try and do a pre order through my local game store like I've always done? But the owner's like, "Hey, bud, you know, I put your name on this, but I, I don't know." Right? Yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it. I. I I know. Yeah. But we've that's also not, been talking like any product. The third party vendor is no longer going to have anything. <laughs> the, the, it's very possible some they won't. Some of them yeah. aren't. And a lot of those third party stores rely on two yeah. big companies for most of their income. Yeah. Magic. Yep. And GW. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Dennis. I know. That's classic. <laughs> and Tuffy. I'm I'm sorry you had that experience, and that is that is exactly how I felt when I went to the GW store. Like yep. it's, I, it's really sad. I mean, yeah. When I used to go to man. the GW store, I didn't like it because it was like parents were dropping their kids off there for babysitting. So yeah. you have all these little maggots running around, and I just wanted to smack them. And yeah. Well, you've never been known as the most patient man in the world, Chris. No, no. I mean, I. I could see Tuffy in, in, in the store. She's like, do you know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the stuff. Walk yeah. out. Go buy it around the corner. Yeah. Juices. I'm out. Yep. But all right. So we're uh, not going to totally slam on GW because they do make good miniatures. I mean, I'm incredible, incredible fucking quality, detail. Yeah. Quality wise. I do. I do really like. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of their models. Let's talk about a historical company that I've heard rumblings on social media about, and that's Battlefront. I've read a few things from customers who've gone into their local game store and asked their store to order them if they didn't have it in stock, only for the game store to say, I can't. And they're like, what do you mean you can't? Yeah, Battlefront doesn't let me order it. Interesting. You have to either get it through their, you have to get it through their website. If 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 you're able to, oh, that's very interesting. And you know what? One thing has nothing to do with the other, but in that vein, mm-hmm. in my Adepticon prep, I their numbers are down. Like the the tournament participation at, attendance. You know, as I'm looking at things, I'm looking at how many tickets are yeah. you know for certain events, and they're not full. And I just thought, huh, okay, like is this a trend we're seeing? Are people backing away? I don't know. They used to be full. Like we yep. used to have the Flames yep. of War Nationals at Adepticon. And, and they still do, still but do. it's not full. That's weird. That, it's yeah. usually gone immediately. So it, it's like, is Battlefront struggling to maintain supplies and stock? And they're kind of pulling back, hence GW. And you can only order it through them, you know, and then they produce it as they get the orders instead of trying to produce it in whatever. Yeah. That's interesting. You know, and they've changed the rules. And I know some people haven't been happy with the rules changes. And it's all a great Chinese conspiracy because that's where they make this stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. It's, you know, they, they don't produce their own miniatures. It all I comes think. from China. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think that I don't know that it's necessarily some sort of great conspiracy, but I do think that G, 
Chinese production capacity has has been greatly affected uh, yeah. over the past three, four, five years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so even what you're saying is even though the Great Wall of China has been there for a long time, it's finally slowing down armies. Uh, <laughs> that's not the other side, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Very but here's story. another thing. I am beginning to wonder if some game companies are going to get away from producing miniatures at all and just have rule sets and embracing the availability of 3D, 3D printing, printing technology. Yeah, they'll yeah. they'll release one page um, rules, STLs. Yep, and say you know and one page you, rules. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, so one one page rules does that though because. Mm -hmm. It's miniature agnostic. However, they also have STLs that they've created for their games. There you go. Yep. So you can go either way, but they're not, you know, they don't have a warehouse full of plastic somewhere that yeah. they got to send to anybody. Yeah. You know, it's then it comes, well, once you have the file, you can print as many as you want and share it or whatever. You know, there isn't a sharing is wrong. It is Stealing. wrong. But, you know, it's like back in the 80s when we had our computer games and they're like, dude. Make me a copy yeah, of that. Me a copy of that. <laughs> yeah. Or CDs. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, it's, but getting back to the GW situation and, you know, and a little bit on the battlefront situation. Do you think the printing is affecting <laughs> it at all? <laughs> Does Stop that even count? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They try. <laughs> that, that's good. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you. I like reading those books. I just read the, Rule book for the old world. Yep. It's a well done book. I, I enjoy the yeah. books. They Marty really was raving about the, the one for the the limited edition Dominion core rule book. It's beautiful. It's an art book. It, it is, is beautiful. Oh yeah. I mean the that and that you know so it's got all the lore. You're, but you're paying for art. Yeah. It's got yeah. yeah. It's got all the pictures in there. There's twelve pages of rules or whatever in there in the back, but there there's 140 pages of you know, fluff, Lore. if you will, up front that yeah. just has gorgeous photography with it. That's yeah. mm -hmm. that's really what I what I liked. I was like, I did not realize this was in here. Not gonna yeah. lie. Yeah. Oh, by the way, if you are getting into the old world and you buy one of the two starter sets, the Bretonians mm -hmm. or the Tomb Kings, they come with rule books. See, this is why I feel better about my card accident. <laughs> so you don't need to order yourself a rule book because they already come with rule books. The full rule book or some full hardback rule book. We have a plethora so, of rule books. I have three now. Hold uh, on. Oh, you know, oh. I see three three windows here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the guard dog's going off. So Dragonfly land on the back window. Who knows? More like Amazon guy probably delivered something. Yeah. What? No. I'm yeah. shocked yeah. to hear an Amazon delivery at your But I mean, so this is no joke. Marty and I were over at Bill and Don's in, in Plano, and we looked out the window one time, and there were three Amazon trucks in your front yard. <laughs> Shut up, yeah. man. Yeah, the cul de sac. <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it was like that Spider Man meme. <laughs> hey, we get our money's worth. Yeah. That prime. It pays for itself. It does. Jeff it does. Bezos loves you. He's got to pay his ex-wife somehow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, good times. Yeah, crazy. Amazon delivered another order. <laughs> Entirely possible, Tuffy. Everything is <laughs> on the table at this point. But so it comes down to getting kind of back on topic. 
do you think GW and people are right? GW has done this in the past, you know. And then if you do, if you don't follow them previously, they did this in the past where they you know restricted third party resale to a lottery system or however they did it, and they and their social media was very tight. You couldn't post a lot of stuff. They did not, you know, they withdrew from the community pretty much, right? And then what's his name? Was it Andy, the guy that we dealt with? Smiley. Yeah. Andy Smiley was hired on, and, and that was 2015, 2016-ish, maybe. We met him at Adepticon. Mm -hmm. We were one of the few people. Okay, go back even a little bit further than that. When we were over in UK for Salute one year, I think it was the year prior to that, the, guy, the crew us from Beast of War did Salute, and then we met up with somebody from GW who allowed us to come to Nottingham, and we got a tour of that Warhammer was, World, right. and they fed us. And at Bugman's. At Bugman's Cafe. And they actually filmed an interview there, mm -hmm. which was unheard of at that but, time yeah i was gonna say that that was unprecedented yeah so that now, and now to be fair we had to submit the interview yes tough them. years they let me into the uk <laughs> they had to review it and approve it before yes. it could be posted uh, yes but, it's probably the reason I, they caused brexit <laughs> 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 yeah it was like you know top secret and they had to approve what we did and there were questions we weren't allowed to ask about mm -hmm. you know it was like doing a, an interview with the president or something so but in, they had not let any other company do it at that point. So I don't, I don't know why they're so the way they are, you know, that, about things. You would think being the most popular, let's be honest, they are the most popular war game. Mm -hmm. And you'd think they'd be open and, and, and inviting to their community. And, you know, it just, it, it just blows my mind. Right. I think what happened is they had a shareholder meeting and their shares aren't performing as well as they wanted them to so they're like how do we tighten the market to gain more capitalize on our money well if we stop third-party sales because we're selling it at a discounted rate to a distributor rate right you know because yep. stores don't pay full retail obviously they wouldn't make any money this way gw can take the whole kit and caboodle and then their shareholders at least initially yeah. you know the other the other thing you could do is just look at it they're like oh it's you know, pre-order and it's coming out on this day. First yeah. off, I've never seen anything drop on the day that they say it's going to drop. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, you know, you're like, oh, that's coming out. They say November. Okay. Uh, January. I'll be able to buy it in January. And just well, tell yourself that. I, I, when Legion came out, I got it at pre-release date. I mean, I know they've had some issues. I mean, nobody's perfect by any means. Honestly, oh, no. But I mean, outside the three, four of us, of course. No, no, I, uh, I claim not. No, no. <laughs> not it. Uh, uh, uh. I, I am not being held to that standard. <laughs> yeah, no, and and y'all know that I was being sarcastic. Yeah, I mean, just of course. It's just as a gamer, it just frustrates it when you feel like you're fighting against the company you are supporting. Yeah. If they didn't have customers, they wouldn't have money. Yep. Right. So why do they keep shooting themselves in the foot and pissing off their customers? I don't get it. But you know, on the other hand, you got diehard people that will just spend money anyways. Yep. You know, 
and on it's like it's so an abusive on, relationship. It is, that's yeah. a really good way to put it, actually. And it's like the the diehards, they're gonna spend the money regardless. So I mean, and and unfortunately, that has taught GW that this is okay to do. Yeah. Well, well no one draws a line in the sand. So yeah, they've also leaned very hard into like limited production, limited releases. Let's build yep. the, the hype and the FOMO. Yep. And drive everyone here at one point, you know, on whatever the day is that you can order, sell it all out that day, and then oh, move to on the to the thing. next thing and not support what you got. It, yeah. Yep. Because yeah. the, I belong to a Legion Imperialis group, and they're just pissed as hell because. You know, we just had another book release, I think, last weekend, and it was gone in five minutes. Nobody can get it. And then there's supposed to be some other stuff, and you, you they just can't get it. They're, you know, and it's like, are they just purposely letting it, – it seems like they literally build up the hype to, you know, bring Legion back, you know, Epic. And right. everybody's excited. Epic's coming back, and they get this big frenzy going. It's like a sh- feeding frenzy, right? Mm-hmm. They Everybody jumps on pre-orders, sells out of everything. And then GW is like, done. Move on to the next cash cow. Yeah. The old world. You know, you paid. I don't even. I, I, I'm i afraid to admit how much I paid for those boxes. Good call. And mm-hmm. most of minis are old minis. More than my four boxes yeah. of Lorcana. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should go buy more Lorcanas. Or I mean, when they, when, when they say old world, they're not kidding because yeah. gulps are from 93. Some of them yeah. are. Yep. Yeah. You know, so. But they're charging you 2024 prices. Yeah. Yep. Damn. Straight. You know, and I, I, it is what it is. You know, you pay for what, you, again, it just, yep. you know, and, and they got, I think the orcs coming out next and the dwarves or something like that, if they come out. Right. And, and they're probably going to be old sculpts too. And people are just getting mad because it's like, I'm, I'm willing to pay you this money, but give me something in return, a value. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And, and it just seems like it's becoming obvious that GW is just in it for the money. That it, they don't yeah. have a love for the game. Yeah. Now, for me, like I look at my armies, and you know, some of the cool stuff is online only. Uh huh. And a lot, you know, I say maybe a third of the product is out of, out of stock. Yeah. 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 Yep. How about it? Well, yeah. I think. The GW preview at Adepticon could be very interesting. Mm. Yeah, well, It'll be extra questions. interesting <laughs> if people ask the right questions. Will they let them ask That's, the question? Yeah, I don't know. Because last I'll time be it was, back. yeah, I can't talk about that. Remember? Yeah. Yep. Sisters of Battle was a big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry, I can't talk about that. Or the, I think a retailer actually got up and started asking something. Goes, hey, stop! I just can't talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> they're famous for I can't talk about that. I, I'll make them say that on camera a bunch of times. I'm down. <laughs> Give me a list. We see Marty escorted out the back. <laughs> it won't be the first time. That's true. <laughs> it just, but again, get over to get over to the Hyatt and play with your historical people. Yeah, GW has great minis. You know, regardless of what you think of the rule sets from edition to edition, obviously they play somewhat okay because people play them. Right. Mm-hmm. And yep. I mean, you go to Adepticon, that main game hall is full of 40K. Those events are full. And and like, then the, the that is the next game hall over. Yeah. Almost half of that is AOS. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they're doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. So and maybe that's why they think they can 
do these yeah because they number support it you know yeah. fuck it we'll we'll shit on it until they you know something changes and then they're we'll also going to be taking a huge bump in popularity after harry clavell drops his warhammer Cavill. shows and stuff or yeah. yeah yeah well if it gets made all right no. so here's one of the here's one of the the things i don't so you know gw's got their big warhammer pop-up store that they they have at adepticon right mm-hmm. the first year i was there i was like hey that, how much is this stuff i can't and he's like i'll look it up on the web page and i'm like you have a web page for your pop-up store and he's like no the gw web page <laughs> let me see if i got this right we're paying web page retail prices right here and in person he's like yeah <laughs> Did you know I can buy this from a dude over here, three aisles over, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? It's actually yeah. easier. Hold on. And it's actually easier to just scan the barcode with your Amazon app. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris, thank you for suggestions. I'll have to look at some of those. I love War Games Vault. Yeah, he's got a couple. Well, and he's got one below it, yeah. too. Yeah, so. I'll definitely look at those because, yeah, yeah, there's so, a ton. If you guys ever want to just go help. somewhere to look at rules for just whatever, go to War Games Vault. And you will find rule sets for everything, uh, just about. Yeah, uh, it's a great place to check it out. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're not terribly expensive. So, but yeah, you know. But to my point, GW not caring. There are other companies that passionately care about their yep. game. Mantic being one of them. Yep. You know. Oh my gosh! Did you guys follow any of Mantic's posts when they announced the old world stuff and how they weren't bringing? They were not going to be supporting some of the factions in there. Like he put out some kick-ass posts about, you know, bring your tired, huddled masses. Yeah. <laughs> we will take you. Like it, they, it was the he was dunking best. on them hard. <laughs> it was just the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So, and watch out in future. We'll be doing some Kings of War stuff too. We'll probably pick some up at Adapticon. <laughs> We got to support Ronnie. Yep. We've known Ronnie for So you bring years. in the big truck on the way up here? <laughs> I might have to. Yeah, right. and, the, and the horse trailer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not going to get that crazy. Yeah, um, you do. But yeah. All right, let's start. <laughs> yeah, we know you, Bill. Sorry. Let's, let, let's start the pool now. No, because I got to go to Disney, so I can't spend all my money. It's true. <laughs> Says you. So. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, I don't know if I'm buying that. Just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, just yeah. It just mind blowing. Just mind blowing. Yeah. Well, let's get you know but the, the, the kick that horse enough. Yep, I agree. Moving on to happier yeah. things. What you guys got coming up in the war gaming world? Anything you're excited? I've about? got a lot of painting coming up. Who's doing Me? it? One of the things didn't didn't you get need to paint one of your dudes for you though? Well, he said that really. Well, hold on. It was a it was antique miniature that he had, and he was using that commission to help repay for the ship that I printed. Yeah, I was gonna say a deal was a deal was struck, and a deal was made. And Chris, to answer your question, it hundred percent different. Wargaming groups here in the U.S., there aren't a lot of traditional wargaming clubs like you guys have in the U.K. Jim belongs to one, actually, and that's why he's not on the show today. He's he's doing projects with the club this weekend. But most wargaming group, there isn't wargaming groups. They play, they meet at the local game store for games. There's a few 
here and there, but it is not like it right. is in the UK. Now, Marty and I are in one, but we meet at Steve's house. Yeah. 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 It, unless a person hosts like a, a group, but it's not like the big official game clubs like you guys do. Some of the game clubs in the UK host conventions. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. So, you know, they have their, their games day. So it's, it's a much different world over there mm-hmm. and for many things, but I, wargaming. That is a piece. I mean, I've said it before. I'll keep saying it. I am envious mm-hmm. of that difference between yep. places because I, I really wish we I had. Say, well, if Marty moved his ass down here sooner than. I know we could start our. Well, you know, I, the compound. The I'm going to be, uh, I'm, I'm be holy hammer south. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean I got to bring Age of Sigmar? I am not opposed to getting into Age of Sigmar. I thought you didn't like Age of Sigmar. I don't. You don't like, like the. A, I don't want. The, the armor dudes. Yeah. Whatever they are. I Stormcast. Hey, yeah, hey, hey. Stormcast. Not hey, my thing. that's what I was using to beat the crap out of Christmas last I know. Uh, I just don't like, I just don't like all the armor on stuff. I like the more organic looking they, well, they, things. The good news is they oh. have those. So, I know they do. You know That's I, mean? I said. I I would totally do an end army. So well, Sylvaneth, it is then for you. you yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, some of that stuff is cray cray. And I, I yeah. can see yep. Bill doing the deepkin, all the yep. underwater. I, no, you're all elves. I'm all elves. Elves is my a thing. Problem because Sylvaneth have an elf. I, I I like wood elves and high elves. Yeah. I mean. Now I gotta go watch Lord of the Rings. Thanks a hey, lot, Chris. Anytime, I'm here for you, buddy. Now, I, first of all, I'm here to play Skaven. I just don't have the army built yet because it turns out those little clan rats aren't worth anything. I've got like nine units of it. It's worth like six points. So yeah, I know, right? What do you mean? I need four thousand. Wait a minute, Deepkin are elves? Yeah, yeah, the water elves, underwater elves. Yeah, riding sharks. Then you do that. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't even. Now, now, GW's draw. See what GW has. It, it, just when you think you're out, you're popping. Hey, and that right. wasn't me enabling. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. So, I figure until I get them going, since I had the, the dudes from the Dominion box, I'm gonna run Stormcast because yeah. basically it is the Space Marine slash Thor of AOS. Yeah, yep. it's got lightning, and and that's what your daughter's gonna be playing. Yeah, yeah. That. Oh, Dennis, that's awesome. Yep, that is awesome. Yeah. Nice, yeah, Dennis. Drinks and snacks. That's what I'm talking. See, you got. Well, you so gotta, we kind of have that. Support the gamers. You got to support the gamers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you just have a game, a, a just a open space of tables, and just have a snack counter yeah. and, and you know a couple of coolers. We have that right here. Critical grind. Yeah. Now, yeah. So critical grind. Love them. Yeah, so they bought out the the space next to them, so they're two storefronts wide wide now. And the other side that they bought out that is purely gaming space. That I mean, that nice. And they've yeah, got a awesome. tabletop or a miniature war game tabletop there as well. So they got a four by six. Ta- well, actually, I think it's an eight foot table, isn't it? Yeah, they got a huge a table over there for tabletop miniature games. Cool. It's a coffee shop. Went right in my wheelhouse. Right. The only thing is. You know, tough ears. It sounds like talk me. about the <laughs> when you talk about uh, snacks. I mean, they've got little things, but you can bring I, your own food in. I was gonna say, I'm the dude that's okay. 
Do you rent to tables though? No. I mean, what is their? They, they no, might have to. That's gonna. It's coming. because I mean, how do you support that? You, I mean, it costs the the business money for that right. space and well, all that. You got to some way of getting generated. Uh, Sean, that way. yeah, talking to Sean. What they're going to do is if if you're coming in and you're saying I need four tables, you know, most of the mm-hmm. time it's first come first serve and and everything's cool with that. But if you say, hey, I need four tables on Sunday from noon to five. Well, what you have to do is you have to, for like the table, everybody has to pay money. It goes onto a gift card for that table. And then that gift card is used to purchase beverages. They want you to just purchase drinks, keep purchasing drinks. They don't want you to come in. You know, be there for eight hours and and have a you know a dollar fifty yeah. soda. And that yeah, that's absolutely. Fair. Fair. I mean, yeah. and you've got great bakery three doors down. You've got Papa John's four doors down. Anything else you could bring in there, and and they're all cool with it. I'm surprised they let oh, outside no. food in. Outside that's food cool, is, I guess. is is welcome. I yeah, hope so like- because I I eat there Tuesday. Oh, and Thursday. by the way, guys, we have a new game for you to play with us. We haven't gotten it yet, but it, it's been ordered. You ready? Dawn says, this looks like a great game. Twilight Imperium. Really? If you don't know what it is, okay. look it up. Really? Dawn, now, you you picked that one and said? Well, to be fair, it looks stunning on a table. Like How big just, was the table? It was big. <laughs> You could well. I mean, we could play it on this table. That would be need, small table, but you need level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, level. it was Ross's picture. Yeah. Right. I saw Ross's pictures on Facebook, and like, I just I've never seen it laid out on a table like that before. It was gorgeous. Don't know anything about it. Don't know how it plays, but hey, it was really not, cool. It was you're not here for the rules and stuff. It's just... I know the rule is cool. No the rule is the rule. Yes, yes, Dennis. That is the one. <laughs> I, 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 I suspect because so. I saw people's comments and they're like, "That looks like a three dare," you know. <laughs> you know, so all right, yeah. And, and Marty, don't you have some uh, information about Enemy Spotted Studio? Don't they have a new game that they're demoing? Oh yeah, that's true. They uh, they did uh, just release their game Blackout. So FYI, oh. uh, it's near future kind of post apocalyptic uh, game. Has has its own set of miniatures that uh, you can get with it but uh, yeah they're rolling that out as we speak and we'll be demoing that at adepticon along with their other games so they'll be playing in country nice. there as well is julian gonna nice. be down yes okay good hey, you'll definitely need to get so, julian um, over to do an interview him and, him and i think there's gonna be a crew of three or four of them it looks like yeah cool so marty i need you to do me a favor reach out to robert and we'll see if we can get him on the show to talk about battle space because we're coming up to 100%, the release i'm in i will and i will i've been talking to uh, the guys behind contact front he's all oh, yeah, about carl? wanting to come on the show yeah carl and carl and mark you know he even wants to do a demo that. game with us you know because you know mm-hmm. like i said jim and i did the first edition and we well, Probably didn't give it a fair enough shake. And uh, so he wants to come on and run a game with us just so we can get through it all good. And then he's uh, another dude that him and Martin with their original version of contact front that was through God's eye games back then totally got me through the the pandemic. I played that game solo and I followed their games because they 
they streamed yeah. a lot of their games and well, I'm here yeah. I am on lockdown with nothing to do. And, <laughs> and they and they got they got me through a bunch of it. Uh I, I like their game a lot. All right. Don, any final thoughts before we close out the show? No, just looking forward to Adapticon. Yeah. If anybody's going to be there, make sure you come find us. We want to say hey. And if anybody thinks of anything specific that we need to check out that maybe we don't have on our radar, mm-hmm. absolutely bring it to our attention. And Get if it you on the list. happen to be at Adepticon that Friday night in the Hyatt Gaming Hall, the historical and gaming hall, I guess yep. they call it, look for our booth and we'll be doing a little get together. And we'd love to see you or just stop by the booth at any time. And mm-hmm. pick yourself up a little token and, you know, great stuff. Chris, any final nope. thoughts? Good. <laughs> Marty. Uh, don't accuse me of thinking. Nothing significant to report. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, on that oh. exciting note. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that a disappointing note. Yeah. We will uh, head on out. We thank you very much for listening to us or watching us either or hey i need a favor from you guys out there we look at our you know video base and everything 76 percent of the people that watch our videos are not subscribers we just hit 1600 subscribers this last yesterday nice right yeah i know it seems like a small number compared to the big guys out there in youtube land but for us every subscriber is helps us so if you could please if if you're not already a subscriber, please subscribe. Uh, Odds are you don't even realize that you're not because yeah. I just discovered when we were having this conversation that I am super guilty of it. I watch some people religiously that I thought I was subscribed to and I wasn't. And yeah. I'm like, now it's like, oh, let's fix this immediately. <laughs> so, so make sure you hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell button if you want to be notified of new content when it comes uh, out. Like, Leave comments, you know, likes. Share. Yeah, all that stuff, you know, everybody says every video you see on YouTube. Mm -hmm. It does help because what happens is the YouTube numbers and all that. And, you know, go from there. So. And again, we want uh, ideas from everybody. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, Dennis? We can make that happen. Should we have a dunk tank at the booth for Marty? Or I think we should just like build a real sketchy platform. <laughs> we should we should like all get together and have people build a sketchy platform. Yeah. We'll just it'll be like Jenga. Yeah. We'll just get different size pieces of two by fours and we'll just have everybody I am gonna show up in a special sit rep podcast branded bubble wrap. So you <laughs> so, and a yeah. Helmet, a oh yeah. Helmet. Yeah. yeah. And a, short short bus helmet. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. I have a bump helmet. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> go figure, right? Classic. Yeah, he's already broke enough though. We can't have him fall. One of these times he ain't getting back up. True. Yeah. All right, kids. We're gonna head on out. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend, and we will see you in a couple yes, weeks. Fred. Where's Fred? Bye-bye. Where's Fred? You have been listening to the Citrep podcast. We hope you have enjoyed the show. Make sure you like and subscribe to all of our channels on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Discord. Remember to join us every other weekend for a new episode of the podcast. And don't forget our other programming on Wednesdays and Sundays. Thanks for listening. 